Welcome to the WNCT Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Nine on Your Side Sports Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Courtney Layton. I'm with a guest that I am beyond excited about. I'm here with the head coach of the ECU football team, Mike Houston. Thank you so much for joining me. Sure thing. Appreciate you being here. So let's yeah. talk a little bit about the upcoming spring season. Um, bowl game just ended. Let's right. start with the bowl game. How exciting what right. was that? It was great. I mean, it's, you know, obviously... You know, ECU had not been in a bowl game in a while. Mm -hmm. We qualified for the bowl game last year. Kids mm -hmm. got to go. We were in D.C. And then to have it canceled, right, you know, last second right. was, you know, very disappointing. So uh, it was great to, you know, qualify for a bowl game again, but just to get the whole experience. Mm -hmm. And I thought, uh, you know, you probably couldn't have scripted it any better. Right. You know, it. Uh, I thought uh, Birmingham, the city of Birmingham, I thought they did a great job with putting on the bowl, the mm -hmm. events for the kids. I thought they made it really first class. You know, uh, uh, I thought the you know stadium was you know much nicer than anybody ex any of us expected it to be. It's brand new. It was not right. there the last time ECU was in in the Birmingham Bowl, mm -hmm. and so uh, you know it's just a great experience. And I thought and I thought we played really really well against a good opponent. And uh, you know for that that group of seniors to be able to go out with a signature win mm -hmm. like that and and to do it in kind of a blowout. Uh, fashion uh, is is a great memory, and you know the the whole scene, the way they did the the stuff on the field, the confetti, yeah. the fireworks. Yeah. That was amazing. And, yeah, they yeah. did a really good job with it. So it was a great experience for everybody, and a great way to kind of you know sign off on the 2022 season and yep. head into the off season. What were the thoughts going into that? What was the reaction, I guess, when you found out what bowl game you were going to and the opponent? Well, you know there there were so many. So many variables. I mean, you know, up until the day that we found out, I mean, I didn't know for sure. I kind of knew it was going to be one of three bowls. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it, all of us kind of wanted a different experience than what we had the year before. So right. the Military Bowl is a great bowl. Uh, we were all hoping we would end up maybe somewhere else because we'd been there last year. And look what happened. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I think, you know, we all wanted maybe to play a Power Five opponent. Mm -hmm. uh, but I think that, uh, you know, when, when you look at what the selection committee was looking at, mm -hmm. you know, Coastal Carolina has been, you know, really, really good the last several years. They're a regional uh, team. So you got two regional right. uh, teams kind of matched up. And I think from a viewership, uh, they felt like that would be an attractive uh, matchup. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, you know, I, th I thought it was great. You know, it gave us an opportunity to uh, play somebody just down the road. And uh, first time, I think, that uh, the two schools had played. And so, uh, yeah, I thought it was good. What were, what were y'all's preparation going into it? Uh, mentally, physically, <laughs> emotionally? You know, it's the bowl prep stuff is a fine line. You mm -hmm. want to do enough to get ready. It's also basically a month between games, and so you don't want to do so much that a the players are tired, right. worn down, or they're mentally fatigued. Right. And so what we did, which we've done it the last two years, I think it worked pretty good. Is you know right after the Temple game, we gave the the players basically like a week off. Mm -hmm. Then we practiced for a couple of uh, weeks, you know, week and a half. Then gave the players about five days off to go home. Uh, since we were going to be at the bowl site for Christmas. Right. And so they got away. It gave 
you know, the coaches, we hit the road recruiting because signing day hadn't hit yet. Yep. Uh, so it gave us time to kind of focus on those things. Players have time with their families. Uh, and then we came back and practiced a couple of days and went to the bowl, bowl site. Mm -hmm. So I thought the combination of doing it that way, I thought we were very fresh mm -hmm. uh, physically. Right. And uh, you know, then once we were there, I thought that the, the players really handled everything very, very well with just you know, focusing on football when it's time to focus on football and then enjoying Birmingham when mm -hmm. it's time for you know, some downtime. Last year, uh, I know this this bowl game was so much better than last year, obviously. I was an intern at ECU at the time, right. so I leave my family on Christmas night. I, I come up here that night, we leave the next morning early. We're on the way there. I've never been to D.C. I'm beyond excited. My roommate, uh, she was telling me she loves D.C. Right. I couldn't wait. We're, on, we're a little over halfway there turn right around so that yeah. was that was disappointing but you know to see the outcome this year and, and the guys you know they were disappointed last year obviously like I had mentioned right. so I feel it, what I had said was that I felt like they kind of took that and moved that into this season knowing right. that it, what they had last year got taken away from them right. they didn't want that to happen again right I think a lot of people in the ECU fan base felt that way a lot of people talked about that on um, social media or to each other that I had saw, I think they really took that and used it as motivation into this this bowl game. Well, I think, I think one thing with bowl games is the team that's the most motivated to be there and win the game usually is the one that wins the game. And uh, you know, I thought our players definitely were, you know, very motivated. I thought we played really, really well, really, really hard. Uh, and you know, so I think uh, you know the excitement for being in that bowl was uh, a big factor. As soon as the game was over, what was your first thought? <laughs> well, just, you know, I think relief mm -hmm. for me. Tenth, tenth bowl victory in East Carolina history, okay? Really excited for our kids, really happy for the win. Um, great to get it here in Birmingham. Thanks to all the Pirate Nation that came out. Just couldn't be a better night. Go Pirates! You know, it's, you know, you, as the head coach, you know, you, you each game, especially, I mean, God, we've had so many close games the last several years. I mean, it's like every week's a nail-biter. Every fan knows but, that. <laughs> uh, and, okay, for all the fans that sit on the edge of their seats, imagine what it's like being in my shoes. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, you know, your, your, your whole mental state just goes, you know, a 180 depending on the outcome. But mm -hmm. you just, you wanted to finish the season the way we finished it. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I really think just... Excitement, but relief. Right. You know, just you. It was. You was. You were. You were almost numb. Uh, you know, when when everybody was on the field and the chance for you know comes over and congratulates you and John Gilbert and then you know all the players and you're just, you're almost just you can exhale now. Yeah. That, honestly, through the TV, that's how I felt. Yeah. It was almost. I mean, and there's this huge build up and it's yeah. it's exciting. And yeah. being a former athlete, I I know the feeling. And right. as, as soon as as soon as it was over and I'm watching it on TV, it's like. Wow, you know, right. <laughs> and right. and I got to. I love ECU. Everybody who knows me knows I bleed purple and gold. I will forever. So for me to get to be able to brag about that right. was something that even I was excited about. So I cannot imagine the players, you, right. anybody involved. I know that that had to have been an amazing feeling. So after an exciting season, there are some changes going into this year. Um, coaching changes in the team. What have been the thoughts going into the going into spring ball and how was the off season looking? Well, so you know, it's the way it goes, we go straight in from bowl. The bowl stuff, you know, coaching staff wise, you know, players go home. Mm -hmm. uh, coaches you get a couple of days and they were 
right into recruiting. Right back, right. And so it's recruiting the whole whole month of January is recruiting until signing day in February. So, you know, the players, they came back, you know, mid-January. They've been with the strength and conditioning staff. Uh, you know, you kind of, your roster looks different right now. You have, you know, X number of players out, X number of players in. Mm -hmm. So everybody's getting to know each other. Um, you know, we, you know, coaching staff-wise, we took last weekend, took a long weekend. That was kind of our, you know, I get to see my wife again, get to see the kids again <laughs> kind of deal. Uh, and so, uh, you know, this week we're back heavy into it. And, you know, we, we're starting some some morning mat drills uh, kind of stuff with the team next week. And so I'm taking the team bowling tomorrow. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. So coaches and, and players, we all go bowling. Yeah. We've rented out the bowling alley for several hours. Oh, wow. Uh, tomorrow afternoon. So just trying to do stuff away from football to get to know each other and and really build that camaraderie with the new players we got you know i think 11 or 12 brand new guys to ecu wow um so getting them our roster kind of meshing them together right. got two new coaches you know them getting to know their position guys that have been here and everything so doing a lot of stuff away from football but also mm -hmm. you know the mat drills are intense and so the the Players have been with the strength and conditioning staff, mm -hmm. you know, lifting and running uh, five days a week uh, for the past several weeks. So next week, uh, you know, it'll be, you know, you're sprinkling in the mat drills with the strength and conditioning, and that's really, really intense. Mm -hmm. uh, we've got a couple of weeks of that, and then spring break, and then we have spring practice. Right. So right now, it's you're kind of in that phase between, you know, last season and, you know, really getting ready for next season. Are there any takeaways from this season that you want to see in, in the spring season, going into spring ball? And there's going to be a lot. I mean, it's you're going to start uh, a new quarterback, whoever it is, for the first time since I've been here. I mean, Holt yep. Naylor's, uh, you know, he had one game that he missed during the COVID season. Other than that, you know, he started every game that I've been the coach here. So you're going to have a new quarterback. Uh, obviously, Keaton Mitchell declaring for the draft. Excited for him, but you know, you know, what's what's that room going to look like? We're excited about that room. Rajay's coming back from mm -hmm. off-season injury. Um, you know, defensively, you got uh, a lot of guys back up front. You got a lot of guys back in the middle of your secondary. You've got some new pieces at the other stand-up positions. Um, so I'm really excited for the spring. I'm excited for what our offense is going to look like. Uh, I'm excited for you know the things that we're doing defensively that uh, are going to be different from last year, and uh, you know really we've made adjustments in all three phases. So you know I'm I'm really excited for this spring practice because of that. You know last spring we had so much coming back mm -hmm. that it was you're still doing your stuff. Mm -hmm. um, you know this spring you know you're going to have a lot of you know you have a lot of change. Mm -hmm. So we'll turn the focus on you. How did you get into coaching? I always ask people this who get into a big career. How did you start that? <laughs> it was not not the traditional route. I know that. So, <laughs> um, I really, you know, athletics has always been a part of me growing up. Mm -hmm. You know, I was a three sport uh, guy in high school. Uh, played college football, and so um, you know, it always been a part of my life, and so. Uh, you know, it certainly crossed my mind, you know, would I, would I want to be in athletics, would I want to be a coach, something like that, but hadn't really been a focus. Mm -hmm. And so I was pre-med in college. Wow. So um, biology and chemistry. Wow. <laughs> uh, took the MCAT. Wow. Uh, you know, did intern, did all that stuff to, to prepare for med medical school. Mm -hmm. uh, interviewed uh, at Chapel Hill and East Carolina 
uh, for med school wow. uh, and was put on a waiting list at both schools. And so, you know, that you get that letter in the spring, mm -hmm. you graduate, okay, you're, you're so, okay, well, I, you know, I'll get in sometime this summer, right. you know. Um, you know, you look up and it's July and, you know, you're not getting in. Right. You know, so <laughs> by that late, everybody's accepted their spots. And right. so uh, the dean at the med school here at East Carolina had, had gotten me a, a, a position to interview for at a, at a pharmaceutical company in Research Triangle Park. Wow. And had recommended, hey, go do this for a year and reapply. Mm -hmm. You know, that's pretty common. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was going to do that. And then you start looking at what that position's going to be, and you're like, <laughs> I just don't see myself doing this. Right. <laughs> so I called my college coach, and I said, hey, the only other thing I ever thought about doing is, you know, being a coach. Mm -hmm. I said, can you help me? And so he got me an interview to uh, teach high school chemistry and physics oh, wow. and coach football and basketball at a small high school just outside of Winston-Salem. Mm -hmm. And so I took that job. The plan was to do that for a year, reapply to med school. Um, it, it wasn't two, three months in. You're like, I love this. this mm -hmm. yeah. I really enjoy this yep. because, and you can understand as a former athlete, it kept me it kept me attached to athletics and it kept me attached to what I knew. Mm -hmm. I really, really enjoyed the high school kids. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was, I was really young, so you, you weren't much older than they were, but still, you, I enjoyed the attachment. I enjoyed the camaraderie of the staff. It was a good experience, so um, that was 20-some years ago. Yeah. So, yeah, that's how I got started. How did you have your full circle moment and get back here with coaching? <laughs> Well, it's, it's been a long journey. I mean, I, I was a high school coach for about a decade. Um, I was a head coach at a high school uh, in Asheville when I was uh, in my 20s, mm -hmm. uh, when my wife and I met. And so uh, she was uh, doing well in pharmaceutical sales. Mm -hmm. uh, I quit my job as a high school coach. I took a bad job, a startup, <laughs> a startup D2 program. Uh, uh, that kind of got me transitioned and I just, you know, I kind of worked my way up from there. Mm -hmm. You know, I've, I've been a head coach at the D2 level, been a head coach at a couple of FCS schools and been head coach at the FBS level. But I think it's, um, I think one of uh, every job I've had, I've loved. And uh, every place that we've been, we've loved. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think God's opened doors uh, for me. Uh, I, mean, I think you can look at my footprint and see I'm 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 always going to be kind of a southeast guy. Right. I haven't, oh, yeah, I, haven't, I haven't wandered very far from North Carolina. Yep. Uh, but you know I said it many times. You know when I was at James Madison, uh, I knew you know hey this is a, a special place. Mm -hmm. There are only a few places that I would leave here for. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was very you know I was very careful about opportunities that I looked into. Uh, but you know this one was one as soon as. As soon as it became something that you know was, was a reality, it was a no-brainer decision for my family and I. Right. And you know, you know, when I, literally, and this is not, you know, when I stepped off that plane uh, at, at Pitt Greenville Airport, uh, you know, for my press conference, uh, it was it felt like home. Mm -hmm. You know, it felt like you were back home in North Carolina. Uh, both, both of us, my wife and I, are both from North Carolina. Mm -hmm. uh, our, our, our parents are here. Our families are here. It's just home. 
And so. I, I completely understand because as someone who is also from North Carolina, right. and when I was 15, 16, you're looking for schools to commit to so you can continue your college career. I always knew that was something I wanted to do. And I, I took one visit before here. It was Presbyterian College. Yeah. And just get my foot in the door, I kind of see what it was like. My very next visit was here. I know right. a lot of people take, you know, nine, ten visits, kind of fill it out. My very next visit was here, pulled into the softball parking lot. I committed that day. You, it feels like home. So I completely understand you, you get here and you feel like you can't leave. Right. You're, you, you love it. And I know that I have a lot of favorite things about Greenville, why I love it so much. Right. Do you have a favorite thing about Greenville? I think it's just the community. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, you know, because, you know, each school, um, like I said, I've been a head coach at four different schools. Each school was great. Uh, mm -hmm. East Carolina is a fantastic institution. Um, I, think, I think the community here is what's made it so perfect for our family yep and that's you know yeah i mean when i'm i, I i'm here all day you know yeah. this, is, this is what i do <laughs> right. you know it's so uh that's one thing but you know when i go home if everybody at home is happy also mm -hmm. then that and so i think just the community the way they've embraced my family the way they've embraced me personally um the way pirate nation uh, has embraced us, I think, has really made it uh, a special place for us, and so mm -hmm. I think that's that's the that's the best thing for us. How much does the support from the fan base help? Because you know everybody in Greenville <laughs> is is into ECU football, no doubt. So how much does the support from the fan base help you, the team, your family? Well, it's what it's it's it was a major factor in what made this. When I said this was a no-brainer decision, mm -hmm. one of the biggest factors is that. You know that the football is important here. Mm -hmm. Football is important to the institution. Football is important to the region. Football is important to our fan base. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so something that attracted me. Uh, it's something that helps us in recruiting mm -hmm. uh, massively. Just that, you know, you're going to go somewhere where you're going to play in front of big crowds. You're going to play in a phenomenal stadium. I mean, we have a great game day stadium. Yep. Uh, you're going to play, you know, at a football school, mm -hmm. and that's. So yeah, it's it's important to me. It's important to recruits. It's important to our team. You know, we we go play on the road, uh, and you know, you play in some of these stadiums in our conference, and they're half full. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, so I think our, our players appreciate and respect our fan base a lot mm -hmm. for the way they support us. Going to Ann Arbor, what yeah. have the players thought about that? We haven't talked about it a whole lot yet. Yeah, I mean, they they know. I know I'm excited. Uh, I'm thinking yeah. about going all the way to. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I wish they weren't back-to-back -back Big Ten, Big Ten champions. Right. The, the best running back <laughs> in the country coming back. But yeah, and, it, and you know that's there are certain venues nationally that are iconic, and certainly that's one of them. Yep. You know the Big House. It, we all grew up. You know football. You know you, you're, when you're when you're an athlete and you're watching on TV. That's one of the ones you remember. Yep. So it'll be neat. Now, at the end of the day, you know we're not going up there to. You know, go tour it. And, right. Know, we're going up there to knock them off. So, uh, you know that uh, that'll be the focus. But certainly, that's one that I'll probably I'll probably take the team to the stadium the day before oh, just to kind yeah. of get that out of their system. I've done that a couple of times at certain at certain places where we're going into a little bit more of a uh, iconic venue. So, uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be a it'll be a big one. I love to talk about ECU sports, obviously. We're going to move into another team that I love and never stop talking about, the Carolina Hurricanes. <laughs> I am a huge Kaniac. If you know me, you know that I'm a huge pirate, huge Kaniac. Always right. will be. You were the siren sounder at one of the biggest games of the season. Please welcome tonight for Hector Security, Siren Sounder. 
Me and my roommate, uh, she's an intern here as well. Okay. That was like- We all there? Yeah, that was the only reason we went. was because you were the <laughs> siren sounder. She had never, I think she had been to one Canes game. Right. And I always try to drag her to him. And she's like, no, you know, I don't know, or whatever else. And so I was like, Emily, why are we not going? <laughs> we bought tickets like three hours before the game and right. we drove up here. So that was a big part of the reason that we came. Right. What was that like? What was the process leading up to that? Because I don't know. I'm curious. It was neat. So um, just, you know, never really been in a hockey area. Mm -hmm. So have, have been a huge hockey fan. Uh, one of our alums last year gave us, um, me and Amanda and the boys, gave us tickets uh, to one of the playoff games. Mm -hmm. And we were sitting on the glass. Oh, wow. Which was unbelievable. I've only done that one time. Yeah. And it was awesome. Oh, it was awesome. We yep. were right behind the goal. It, you're right in the middle of the action, and the, the boys had never seen a hockey game. Amanda hadn't either, and so, you know, it was a great experience. Mm -hmm. And so, when I got the opportunity, uh, the boys were really excited. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, that that was the reason I wanted to do it. It's just a, you know, that's the one benefit of of being in my position is my kids get a lot of experiences yep. that, you know, I didn't get growing up and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, uh, but I'll tell you. One, we all know the Hurricanes are really good. Yeah. Okay, they're really good this year. Uh, they they freaking trounced the Bruins. Yeah. So that was awesome. But I'll tell you, the organization is such a first-class organization. The way everybody treated us from setting everything up beforehand to, you know, getting us there, getting us into the arena, taking care of my family before, you know, you sounded the siren, afterwards, you know, everybody was just, you couldn't ask for them to treat us with better hospitality and respect and just, it was an awesome experience. Mm -hmm. so. I'm just someone with a media pass when I get to go and work the games and I always say that I, every time I bring this up, I think my station, they are the whole reason I get to do this right. kind of thing. I'm very thankful. Right. So with that comes you getting to go sit in the post-game press conferences. Even doing that as somebody who just has a media pass, kind of like a lot of other stations do, they right. treat everybody very, very uh, well, very, they're very respectful. They make sure you know where you are right. every time. Their uh, PNC is kind of hard to get into because there's so right. many people. It doesn't matter if it's a Wednesday night game, Saturday, it doesn't matter. There's a lot of people there. But with media, they, they lead you through and make sure you know where you're going. So I can imagine that you were definitely the same right. way. And I, and I do think that just, you know, I've, I've thrown out first pitches. I've done Major League Baseball, Minor League. I've done all kinds of sporting events and stuff like that. Not everybody has their stuff together, yep. you know, to that degree. Yep. And so I think that's, um, I think it's a credit to the organization. That's, but that's probably also why they've had so much success too. Yep. Do the boys have a favorite player? So, um, Ajo. Yep. Well, I think you know they, they like him. He's uh -huh. a scorer, and he had a great game when we saw him. Yes. They like Stall, the big guy, the captain, kind of, kind of the enforcer. Yep. 
Uh, but, uh, you know, they I don't know if they followed enough to have a favorite player beyond right. the obvious ones. That's, I will say. We got them, we got them stalled jerseys, though. Oh, what, really? Yeah. That's, does it have the C on it? Yeah. For the, that's oh, yeah. awesome. Yeah. I, I recently got into hockey. I mean, really, it's only been three, four years. I am all into the hockey, like I said. It's pretty <laughs> recent, but I have become, and I feel like that's with me when I like a team. I become attached very quickly. Right. I'm at most sporting events if I can be. I am buying jerseys, buying whatever. I get all into my teams, and, and that's something that you and you bringing in a new culture when you got to ECU a few years ago, you have done a really good job at bringing a different kind of culture into ECU. You have really brought up the program, and I hope that you know that. You have changed this program in a lot of ways. So um, I think a lot of people feel the same way. Well, I, th I think it's a place that should be like that. Right. I mean, I said that, you know, when I was growing up, you know, it was, you know, high school, college was, you know, the Peach Bowl years, mm -hmm. and, you know, and ECU was one of the better programs in the state. Yeah. And so uh, I think there's, you know, there, and there's so much here that, you know, I feel like the program should be like that. Mm -hmm. And that's, uh, um, but I think that that's, you know, it's like with recruits. If we can get them to Greenville and get them to campus, we've got a shot because nobody, it's like nobody east of, or nobody west of 95 realize what's out here. Yeah. And, you know, they don't realize just what East Carolina University is like. They don't realize the commitment to football here. They don't realize the passion of our fan base. Mm -hmm. But when they see it, you know, it's it's real to them, and so um, I, I'm I'm that's, I'm excited to be here, and I'm excited that our fan base is excited I'm here. Yeah. So. Do you have anything else you like to say about ECU football or anything? No, nah, just get we're ready for 2023. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, go Pirates. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. That was Mike Houston.